What's up, everybody? This is Coach Allie with Powerhouse Pageantry bringing you this week's episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. I am beyond excited to be on with you this week because it is my birthday week. So we're going to have a lot of fun talking today. I'm going to talk about some highlights of this year as well as give you some really good end of the year self-reflection questions as you're ending this year of 2021 and maybe setting some new goals for 2022. Are you ready to have some fun? I am. Let's get started. Well, what's up, everybody? This is Coach Allie, and I hope you are having a phenomenal holiday season if you're listening to this still in the month of December. If you're listening to it back, I hope you had a great holiday season with your friends and family. You were able to stay warm if you're in that part of the country that still has snow for Christmas. I was actually just talking to my husband, Joe, about how we think that the snow, at least in Nebraska or in the Midwest, is delaying each year by year, meaning that when I was younger, I feel like I remember having Thanksgiving and it being close to snow or snowing around that time. And now, I mean, gosh, it's December, mid-December this week, and we just had our first snow of this season. So I think that's interesting, and it'll be something to note if that continues in future years. But anyways, to more important things, this week is my birthday week. And so I am taking this time to reflect on 2021 as I do every birthday. Because it falls in December, I always take time to reflect on my year, think about some highlights, think about some fun times, some things I learned, and really ask myself some reflection questions. So that's really what I wanted to do on this podcast for you all today, starting with a couple of my highlights that I had this past year from Powerhouse. And I think my biggest highlights of this year, number one, was officially coming on to Powerhouse with my sister. I've done things behind the scenes for Megan as she's been running this company by herself for all these years, but it's really cool to actually officially be partners with Megan in Powerhouse and really have that ideation process and see her every week and and have our creative genius zones bring out the best in each other. So I think that's my biggest, biggest takeaway. But I am a person that loves events. And so I think my favorite event this year would have to either be our masterminds or our intensives that we've had with some of our clients one-on-one that have flown in and worked with Megan and I individually. I think It has been so interesting to see the growth of our clientele and to really see, especially with masterminds, when we get, you know, 20, 30 girls in a room and see how they respond and learn off of each other and grow together and are really able to have these courageous and confident and bold conversations about their platforms, about issues going on in our world today, about what's wrong and the best parts of pageantry all together, and also just coming with a spirit of learning, a spirit of hunger, not for food, but for greatness and excellence. Um, Although we do have some kick butt snacks as well at our masterminds, but I digress. But it's just been so much fun to meet people from all these different states that we're coaching in. I think we're in 48 states as of now, maybe 49 um, since releasing this podcast. But that has got to be my favorite part is being around so many empowered, strong, bold, confident, intelligent, talented women. And being a part of a mechanism that allows them to meet each other, connect with each other, network with each other, and grow and learn in the areas that they're hungry for learning in. And I think that's what our masterminds allow them to do, and that was just so wonderful to be a part of that experience. 
And then we have our intensives. So we've had various clients fly down to Omaha to work with Megan and I individually. And you just get to know these girls at such a deep emotional level. You get to see what they're struggling with and help them through that pain, through that experience or lack of experience, and through those barriers that they have either put up in their own life or maybe a former coach or a parent or a toxic friend or a toxic boyfriend or whomever has put up in their life and breaking down those false beliefs that they believe in themselves and watching the light bulb go on in their brain is the best feeling in the entire world. So just getting to work with more people this year, I think was such a big highlight for me. I'm a huge people person and I love when people win. And by win, I don't mean, oh, you won your pageant. I mean, having a win in your life. This is something we talk about in our powerhouse community a lot is how can I help celebrate your wins in your own life? Maybe that is going to the gym three times a week. Maybe that's breaking up with your toxic boyfriend that you've been too afraid to take that step with. Maybe that is getting 100% on a project or an assignment or a test that you've been working your butt off for. I want to help celebrate those wins in your life. And when clients share those big things with me, I get jacked, I get jazzed, I get pumped, and I want to just celebrate you for who you are and all you've accomplished because that is just the most incredible thing in the world. And I love, love, love doing that. So for me, probably those are the biggest highlights from a powerhouse perspective. The masterminds were phenomenal. The intensives were amazing getting to meet these powerful women. And then working alongside my sister has just been the biggest blessing I could ever ask for. Now for me personally, outside of powerhouse, I'm a basketball coach, I'm a fitness instructor, and I'm a wife. I also serve in my church. And a lot of those things bring out different aspects of life, bring out different avenues for me to pursue, different goal setting, different achievements, accomplishments, different life lessons. And I think over this past year, I've really learned how to advocate for myself in a new way that I haven't necessarily found in the past. And I've always heard that that comes with age, but I feel like I've stepped into that this year for myself. And maybe you can relate to that listening to this, that 2021 was a season of growth, was a season of learning, was a season of discovery for some people. And that can really be a powerful thing. So something that I want to do on this podcast is read some self-reflection questions. And I mentioned at the beginning, I have a tendency to do this at the end of each year, just because of the date that my birthday falls on. It's the week before Christmas. A lot of times it's forgotten. Uh, All my December babies give me a woot woot because December babies support December babies because we are the forgotten birthdays because of Christmas. So if that is you, I feel you. I celebrate you. DM me on Instagram and I will celebrate you. Like I I was joking with a couple of my friends that we're going to have a combined December birthday bash. Um because three of my really close friends are all December babies and we all joke about the fact that our birthdays have been forgotten or always fall on finals weekend of school or people are traveling and can't hang out with us and you just come to terms with it and um I don't know if that's a little prideful or narcissistic, but it's it's a funny joke and it's sad but true. So December birthdays really do celebrate other December birthdays, but the time of year that my birthday falls on, I just always find myself reflecting on the year that I just had. And I think it's a really valuable thing to do, not only if your birthday falls on December, but if you're looking at the year that you just had, it's it's a good thing to say, hey, what worked? What didn't? What were my highs? What were my lows? And how can I make next year better, not only for me, but the people around me? How can I live a healthier lifestyle? How can I have better 
mental health and reflecting on these things is such an important thing to do. So rather than me write out a hundred of these, because if I dug back into my journal of so many of these that I've done year over year, I was actually just doing some research online and I found some really good end of year self-reflection questions by Psychology Today. So what I wanted to do was just read these to you on the podcast and you can use these and take these at your own speed. So if you want to slow down, pause the podcast. If you want to write these down, then pause the podcast. Do whatever you need to do to ingest this and get it at the forefront of your mind and get in a space where you can really go through the last year of your life and say, hey, how was I affected by this? Was it a good year, bad year? How so? And having some probing questions really helps that. So question number one, what was a new discovery you made this year? What did you discover that you loved? Your answer could be anything like a new recipe, a podcast, or you joined a gym and really found that you liked it. Question two, what was one of the biggest pleasant surprises you experienced during your year? For instance, you were able to pick up a skill that you doubted your ability to master. You were dreading going to a conference, but it was really good actually. Or you were sad when your boss left for a new job, but their replacement turned out to be great. What was that for you? Number three, what achievement are you most proud of from this year? And if you find it hard to recall, try thinking back to each season of the year. For instance, like what did you achieve during spring or summer or fall? You can go with your first instinct rather than attempting to recall the perfect answer. Number four, what was your favorite purchase of the year and why? Mine was 100% this new book series I'm reading. It's a trilogy and it's by one of my favorite authors, Francine Rivers. The book has literally transformed my life. Question number five, what was a new habit or routine you created this year that has improved your efficiency at home or work? This can be really small. For example, I got into a good habit of charging my laptop at night and every time I go out so that whenever I'm using it, I don't need to be attached to the cord. Question number six, what did you face head on this year rather than avoiding, such as you dealt with credit card debt or a difficult conversation with a loved one or a spouse? Again, your example could be something very, very small. Don't try and find the perfect answer for all the pageant girls listening. It does not have to be perfect. It just has to be your answer, whatever pops into your head. Question number seven, what did you ask for help with this year? Question number eight, what relationship was the biggest positive surprise to you this year? Question number nine, who do you need to thank for their role in your life this year? Question 10, What's an aspect of self-regulation you've gotten better at this year? Question 11, what's a goal you gave up on this year that you're glad you did because objectively it wasn't your highest priority? Question 12, what's a skill you have gained confidence with this year? Your answer could be anything related to technology, home maintenance, cooking, work, anything you want. Remember, it does not have to be perfect. Question 13, what simple pleasures have you especially enjoyed this year? Question 14, what was a goal for the year that you have followed through on or partially followed through on that you're still happy about? Question 15, what's a type of technology you've integrated into your life this year and it's working out well for you? Question 16, what did you change your mind about this year? Question 17, what did you try that didn't work out but the process of trying it moved your thinking forward in a helpful way. Question 18, how did your self-perception change this year? In what ways have you started to see yourself more positively than you did previously? 
Question 19. What's a thinking bias you've become aware of this year? For instance, you've become aware that you overcomplicate decisions, and this self-knowledge has been helpful to you after that realization. And question 20, how has what you enjoy shifted this year? So that was just 20 questions. Hopefully that was helpful for you. But when you take the time to reflect on where you've been, I think it allows you to set proper goals moving forward. You don't set goals that have too high of expectations. You don't set goals that are unrealistic for yourself and then you get bummed when they don't come to pass. Having an estimate and an account of what worked and what didn't in the year that you're coming out of allows you to have the vision and the capacity to move forward because you have the knowledge of the past. And I think that's a really powerful tactic that so many people miss out on in their day-to-day lives. We rush through work, taking care of kids, going to school, going to work, and we miss out on so much life. We miss out on so many opportunities to sit with our own thoughts and hear what God is trying to tell us, what family members are trying to tell us. We stop listening to the people around us because we don't have the capacity to hear or even perceive other people's pain. And anytime you are reflective in nature, I think it brings you back to a center point and it allows you to see yourself for who you are and take account of how you're doing, how your emotions are doing, and how were those goals that you set and why you didn't meet those expectations. And also, if I can be real with everybody listening, I feel like I'm walking through all of those emotions right now, watching the 100th anniversary of Miss America, because on my birthday two years ago, I turned 25 at Miss America. It was the day before finals. So many things were changing. So many things were being communicated to us last minute. And it was a difficult thing to process. And I've talked about that a lot on a previous podcast about my experience at Miss America and how it was so hard for me to even process what was going on. But I think when you look back on moments of your life that didn't actually go how you pictured them going, or maybe you were a little let down because of an event or a situation or a person in your life, it's okay to have those emotions. It's okay to think those thoughts of, man, you know, I wish it would have gone this way. But I think it's also important to emotionally process through that so you can set yourself up for success in situations and with relationships and people in the future in a way where you don't feel let down and you can control what you can control and throw away what you do not have control of in your life. There's an inner peace that comes from that and the knowing of I did everything that I could in this possible situation and so yeah if it didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to I'm okay with that. I'm still me. I'm still powerful. I'm still strong. I'm still intelligent, bold, talented, creative. Insert whatever adjective you need to feel emotionally whole in that moment. So as 2020 comes to a close, ask yourself questions like I exampled on this podcast today. How did your year go? Were there moments that you were let down that you haven't actually processed? What were some of those moments that you just slayed the day on? Like 110% looking so fly, feeling so good. You look back on that memory and you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I could relive that memory 10 times over. What were some of the highs and lows of your year? What did you learn? What were the best and worst parts of your year and why? I think when you 
reflect on those questions. It allows you to process, like I've said, and it also allows you to set great goals moving forward. So hopefully listening to this podcast has given you some things to think about over 2021, and hopefully you're allowing yourself to set positive and effective and healthy goals for 2022. If you guys have worked with me one-on-one, you know that I am goals queen. I love setting goals, both miniature goals and large goals for specific timelines to get specific results. And I think you have to reflect on your past in order to know where you're going in the future. So hopefully this podcast was helpful for you guys this week and allows you to reflect on 2021 and set some really amazing goals going into 2022. So you can tell yourself, hey, I'm awesome and I want to accomplish these 10, 20 things in the next year and then help yourself create a plan and a mechanism to actually get there. Well, I had so much fun spending my birthday with you guys. I hope you got a lot out of this podcast. If you ever need anything coaching related, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. It's at Allie Mancuso. Again, I have a different last name than Megan because I am married and Megan's getting married soon too. So I wonder if she's going to change her Instagram handle. I don't actually know. Some hot tea right there. No, I'm just kidding. If you need anything or you're interested in coaching, feel free to DM me on Instagram and I'd love to connect with you. Or if any part of this podcast just related to you in some way and you want someone to talk about it, DM me on Instagram. I'd love to friend you and chat a little bit more about what's going on in your life. Thanks so much, guys. And I'll see you later on the Powerhouse Podcast. Hey guys, Coach Megan here, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. We're so honored to have you wherever you are, near or far away from the great metropolis of Omaha, Nebraska, where we are from. We are so proud to be your virtual coaches. If you could just share this with a friend that you feel like needs to hear this today, give us a five-star review if you haven't already, and click that link below in our show notes. We promise we are the nicest people. We are the nicest people, we promise, and we'd love to meet you, and we'd love to figure out if you're a good fit for our programs or make a suggestion for a different coach, different consultant, different person that's a professional in their field that can help you. The reason why we do it this way, actually, because a lot of people ask is because we want to help you practice the elements of being a great title holder from the very beginning. And one of those things is vulnerability. One of those things is being a self-starter. One of those things is being able to reach out and cold email, cold call, cold DM somebody that you don't know because of the potential opportunity on the other side of things. When I was Miss Nebraska and Miss Nebraska USA, just letting y'all know that's how you get media. That's how you get appearances. That's how you get sponsors is being willing to put yourself out there. And so we want to help you practice that from the very beginning, learn more about you and discover um, if we can help you and we'll point you in the right direction for one of our services programs and the right coach for you. Otherwise, we will absolutely make a best suggestion for you in a different direction. Because at the end of the day, we're not territorial about needing to coach every person in the world. We just want you to find your right fit so that you can make your dreams come true and unlock the winner within you. Anyways, just wanted to encourage you guys in that today. Again, leave us a review, DM us um, on Instagram at any of our handles. And with that, we'll see you guys next week.